David Eagle, the radio experience. Welcome back. You're listening to David Eagle, the radio experience on CVFM. It's my first ever show on CVFM, so I thought by way of an introduction, it might be quite nice to put together a highlights package of me broadcasting on some of the radio stations and podcasts, which is what we are currently doing right now. It is time to go back in time to the world's first stand-up comedy gig. The world's oldest joke we were talking about, and unfortunately, Alex didn't actually uh, ask what the world's oldest joke was. Well, if you are interested, because I'm interested, to find out what the world's oldest joke is, fear not, because I've done some research. But uh, the research from the, the University of Wolverhampton claims that the world's old, oldest joke has been traced back since 1900 BC. So, I mean, that's about 4,000 years ago, isn't it? 4,000 years ago. So, I mean, let's just think about, like jokes that we think are funny right now. I mean, obviously, David Eagle. Everyone thinks of David Eagle when you think of comedy. You know, will my jokes stand the test of time? This is uh, this this is from 4,000 years ago right now. I don't really understand this joke, to be honest, so I'm just going to have to say it and see uh, what you think. This, this comes courtesy of the Samarians, who, uh, and they kind of hailed from the, uh, the, the area which we now call southern Iraq. And it goes like this. Something that has never occurred since time immemorial. A woman did not fart... On her husband's lap. <laughs> there we are. Oh no, I've said that wrong. Sorry, you're probably thinking, hang on a second, David, that wasn't very funny. I've just realised I've done it wrong. So I'll say it again, uh, because if I do it wrong, because uh, if I do it wrong, then it's not. I'm not doing the Samarians any justice whatsoever here. Sorry about that. It actually, I said, I said something that has never happened since time immemorial. A woman did not fart on her, uh, her husband's lap. It's actually a young woman. Ah, now it's funnier. A young woman did not fart in her husband's lap. So you've got the dimensions wrong there. So now it's much funnier. So there we are. The, uh, the Iraqis. <laughs> the Sumerians. Kings of comedy. A young woman did not find her husband's lap. Oh dear. It's the way you tell them, probably. They probably told them much better. Maybe what I should do... <laughs> what I'll do is I'll get some of these jokes and at the end of the, the podcast, it's kind of like a little outtake section, I'll uh, I'll sort of... I'll read them out in a kind of comedian, like a Roy Chubby Brown kind of way. Uh, like, you know, like a sort of a, a brash comedian and uh, put some canned laughter over the top and we'll actually transport you uh, in uh, 2,000 years into the past and uh, we'll give you like a stand-up comedy gig because I've got a few more of the world's oldest jokes. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for the funniest man since 1900 BC, David Eagle. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you very much. Now, uh, we're going to start you off with a quick one, so you've got to be quick with these. Okay, uh, since time immemorial, something that has never happened since time immemorial, a young woman sat on her husband's lap and did not fart. <laughs> exactly. Thank you, thank you. Now I was in Egypt uh, the other the other day, and uh, I looked at the. Uh, I was having a little chat with a pharaoh there, and he said, "Oh, I'm a little bit bored." And I, and I thought, "Really, you're a bit bored, are you, pharaoh?" I thought, "I've got the thing for you. I know what'll entertain you." So I uh, sailed a, a boatload of uh, young women down the River Nile, uh, dressed in nothing but fishnets, and I went back to the pharaoh and I said, "Go on, pharaoh, go and catch a fish." <laughs> oh, thank you. Men are even more eager to copulate than a donkey. The only thing restraining him is his purse. (laughs) 
True story, this one. True story. Three ox drivers were thirsty. One of them owned the ox. The other one owned the cow. And the other owned the wagon's load. The owner of the ox refused to get water because he, he feared that the, uh, the ox would be eaten by a lion. <laughs> The owner of the cow refused to get water because he thought that, uh, you know, his cow would wander off into the middle of the desert and he'd get lost. And the owner of the wagon refused to get the water because he thought that uh, his load might get stolen. So, I don't know why this happened, but weirdly, they, they all decided in their wisdom that all three of them should go to get the water. You know, the ox started making love to the cow. And the cow gave birth to a calf, which ate the wagon's load. <laughs> Problem. Who owns the calf? <laughs> True story again. Odysseus tells the Cyclops that his real name is Nobody. Now, he's a very clever chap, is Odysseus, because when Odysseus shouted for his men to attack the Cyclops, the Cyclops shouts for help. He shouts, help, help, nobody is attacking me. <laughs> now, uh, now, I told that joke to a Cyclops, actually. I told that joke to a Cyclops, and I said, did you like that one? He said, aye. <laughs> Exactly. That was made up, that bit. That was a little, that was an ad lib, that bit there. Oh, the blending the modern day with the BC jokes. Now, Emperor Augustus was uh, touring his empire when, uh, you know, just to see what it was like, uh, when, when he saw a man who had a striking resemblance to himself. Intrigued, he asked, was your mother at one time at service in the palace? No, Highness, he replied, but my father was. <laughs> Hey, hey, I'll be seeing you later. Because uh, the jokes are from BC. I'll be seeing you later. Thank you. Thank you. There you are, David Eagle, the radio experience on CVFM, taking you back in time to the world's first stand-up comedy gig, the glory days of comedy, the pinnacle of comedy in those days. Where did it all go wrong? Anyway, my name is David Eagle. Not only am I a radio presenter, although some people would argue you're not even that, but I'm also a producer as well. I have to, um, now and again, sometimes even professionally, I know, produce radio adverts, and I've also um, produced a couple of radio dramas as well. And when you're doing radio adverts and sketches and dramas, often it's quite good to use sound effects. And recently... A sound effects CD that was on the computer came to my attention. I had a look at it. It was called Everyday Effects. And I opened the folder just to see what kind of files were in there. And let's just say that I was a bit taken aback by uh, the content of this sound effects CD. David Eagle. David Eagle. The radio experience. Excellent. Uh, celebrating the delights of... Oh, dear. Seconds. Oh, to turn the beach down. Less noise, please, on the beach. We can make a bit more noise than that. 
that's, that's better. You know, anything in moderation. Sorry about that. These people on the beach, a little bit noisy for my liking. We're trying to do a podcast here, for goodness sake. Well, obviously, it's not a real beach. I must stress again, if you've just potted on, this is not a real beach. This is the sound effect CD, but it's it's raining outside. There's thunder. And I, I wanted to uh, capture on this week's Southside podcast the delights of the summer. It's an interesting CD, this one that it's uh, coming from. This CD that I've got, it's uh, from a CD called Everyday Effects. And, uh, I mean, that's fine. I mean, beaches, that's quite everyday, isn't it, I suppose? And depending on where you live, obviously. But I like the way that they've taken all sorts of people's lifestyles into consideration. What I mean is, um, they've got beaches, they've got normal things like beaches and parks and woodland and things like that. Uh, they've also got um, everyday things that you would get up to, such as shaving, teeth cleaning, washing hands, that kind of thing. All of the general day-to-day things that you would associate, you would expect to have on an everyday effect CD. But there's some strange ones on there. There's a few strange effects that I wouldn't necessarily associate with everyday effects. For instance, this is what you've got. The first track gets off to a pleasant start. This is the first track on the CD, Everyday Effects. A collection of everyday sound effects is described on the sleeve. And the first track is Punching. Not the most pleasant start. I mean, all the things that you could have had. Punching. Second track continues the pleasant theme. Body falling into water. Third track, body falling onto stone. Fourth track, guillotine falling. What on earth? And then the fifth track, which takes that to its logical progression, head falling into basket. I mean, what kind of life is this person leading? I I can't imagine a brainstorming session for... uh, Okay, wait, come on, lads, gather round, gather round. We're having a meeting, okay? Right, we've got a CD. It's called Everyday Effects. So have we got any ideas of uh, sound effects that we want on this CD? Nigel, yes. Uh, teeth cleaning. Cleaning your teeth. Good one, I suppose. That's not, yeah, that's not bad. We'll put that on the, put that on the, we'll put that on the maybe list. Um, Brian, yes. Um, someone washing their hands. Washing their hands, that's not bad. Well, yeah, put that one on the maybe list as well. Rory, you've always got some good ideas with these ones. What do you think, mate? Uh, the sound of a guillotine. The sound of a guillotine. That's a definite, of course. Yes, we hear that one all the time. Put the guillotine on there. Excellent work, Rory. You know, you'll be getting another promotion if you keep up uh, work like this. Anybody, anybody else with some good suggestions like Rory? Brian, again, yes. What about someone getting in the shower, in and out of the shower? That's quite an everyday occurrence. Yeah, yeah, all right, Brian. I'm sort of getting where you're coming from there. Ro- Rory again. Yes, we must hear this. Rory, what, what do you think? I just thought um, you've got a guillotine there, but what about the head falling into the basket? The sound of a head falling into a basket. Rory, see me afterwards, my friend. A pear rise again. Body falling into water. Good one, Rory. Body falling onto stone. Good one, Rory. Sound of someone being punched. Rory! Rory, my friend! You're unstoppable! Who came up with these? Who? What kind of a day does this person live? Imagine, I'd hate to go to that person's house. I mean, this isn't a true reflection of my day, but maybe I'm wrong here. Maybe you're listening to it and thinking, Dave, what are you talking about? I don't, I don't actually get your point here. But then this, this to me is an everyday occurrence, you know? Not, I, I normally, I, I normally wake up on a morning. I'm lucky if I've gone five minutes with, before opening my eyes without having a few punches. And then on the way to work, if I haven't been pushed into the, the, the local pond a couple of times, then I don't know what's wrong with the world. You know, either that or I'm pushed onto some stone. And all my friends, including myself, we all work as executioners. So we're bound to hear the sound of a few guillotines and heads falling into baskets. So track six, babies crying, suppose. Seven, teeth cleaning. As I say, that's absolutely fine. That makes sense. It's like, see, it's getting, it's quite old. I like the way that it's gone. Heads falling into baskets. And then after track six, it's like teeth cleaning. 
8, 9 and 10, absolutely fine. That's shower doors opening and closing, etc. But when we get to track 11, we're back to tearing and punching of limbs again. He's also, we've also got on the same CD, large explosions, earthquakes, bombs dropping, chains dragging. As I said, I'd hate to spend a day with this man. The last track on the album, Bodies Exploding. Oh my goodness. Animals and human beings alike were harmed in the creation of this sound effect CD. <laughs> And I just thought we were just going to be transported to the beach. And look where this has taken us. You're listening to David Eagle, the radio experience on CVFM with me, David Eagle. We'll be taking a break very shortly, probably for a couple of adverts. But before we get to any adverts, actual real adverts on CVFM, here's an interesting idea for a radio advert that I created, which is based around a news article that I read. A new Australian TV ad is seeking to reduce road deaths by questioning the uh, the manhood of speeding drivers. The series of TV adverts shows women shaking their little finger, a gesture used to symbolise a small penis, as speeding male motorists race past. The £845,000 advert... Well, presumably that much to, uh, well, you know, getting actors to uh, shake their little fingers is a highly paid and skilled art, I would imagine. The £845,000 advert aims to make speeding socially unacceptable among young drivers. The shock tactics of previous advertising campaigns, showing disturbing images of deaths and injuries in road crashes, have not worked. So, that's brilliant, isn't it? You show a load of children splattered on a road, does nothing to kill speed. But as soon as you say, you've got a small penis, mate, instantly people are slowing down. As this is uh, radio, not television, I thought, well, I'd better do a radio equivalent of that advert. So let me know if you, what you think, if this works or not. Will this stop you speeding? <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. Have you any idea what you were doing back there? Yeah. You were speeding, mate. Mm. Speeding? Yeah. So what? You do realise you've just killed a child? Oh, yeah? So what? I don't like children anyway. You see that thing? Splattered on the road? Yeah. You've just killed it. Oh. Guts and bones. (laughs) Jesus, that was a child. Oh. You heartless. Oh, yippee dod Oh, people like you should be fed to the dogs, mate. Seriously. Sorry to interrupt there, officer, but, you know, I know I'm only a lolly policewoman and you're a big macho policeman, maybe I can help here. You, you, sir, you have a small penis. Uh, Oh, Um, well, that has made me think twice about speeding. Um, I shan't do it again, officer. Oh, I feel all embarrassed now. Fact! Speeding kills, but more importantly, it means you have a small penis. Information provided by the National Traffic Bureau. Coming up next on David Eagle, the radio experience on CVFM, a Leona Lewis song parody.